Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It is your man, Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk back again. It is week five. We have IDP rankings here as well as IDP updates, you know, news around the league. Appreciate you being here. Do me a big favor while I run this intro. Thumbs up this video, subscribe to the channel, and then let's get you guys to the what you came here for, the rankings. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Welcome back in, guys and gals. Hopefully your teams are doing pretty good. It is week five. We are in the thick of things. Be sure to join us on Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll be doing the IDP Army live stream. Uh, That'll go on for about an hour, answering start sick questions. We're going to have a guest this week. That's going to be fun. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel because we just started doing a new show called The Underdogs. Go check that out. It's me and Dave Kluge, and we are doing some underdog fantasy content. Click the link below in the description and you guys can get in on some underdog fantasy drafts with us. Uh, win some money this weekend, play some pick It's a great platform for daily fantasy, for best ball fantasy. It, it's awesome. Fantasy football, it, it's growing. It's not in its final form yet. And underdog's got a really cool, cool setup. So go check that out, guys. I think you'll really like that. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and jump into the rankings today. But before we do that, we're going to talk about a little bit of no- news. But even before that, I want to show you guys a trade that I did this last week. So getting a lot of questions about Devin White, rightly so. What's up? You know, what do I do? This is something I did in one of my leagues, IDP 123 league. I just did this uh, two weeks ago, it looks like here. I traded for Devin White and I gave up Henry Ruggs and James Robinson. Uh, this is a dynasty league. Like I said, IDP 123 league. Um, while Devin White has not had the bounce back game that I thought he would have coming out of that, he still has been putting up, you know, well into double digits every single week. And he hasn't had that boom game yet. Uh, the boom game is going to come eventually. Uh, and, and, you know, I wanted to show you guys this trade, Henry Ruggs, James Robinson. Those are offensive pieces that a lot of people really like, especially in dynasty. Maybe I overpaid, but I wanted to give you guys an idea of kind of what an offense to defense trade would look like. Um, You know, you're going to give up pieces that you can start for pieces you can start. 
Now, on the team that I gave these guys up on, Ruggs and Robinson, neither of them were starters in my my lineup at that point in time. Robinson would probably be a starter for me right now if I still had him, but I needed help at linebacker because my linebacker one coming into the season has been Jalen Smith, and it's been kind of a bumpy start. So I wanted to get somebody in there who I could sure up my linebacker one spot. I made this trade for Devin White. Um, I've had Jordan Brooks as well, which has been a real godsend. He's been doing really good this summer, this season so far. But just want to let you guys know, you know, now on my team, I have Devin White. Uh, you know, I gave up a good haul to get him, but he's 23 years old. He's still my dynasty linebacker uh, two, two or three. I'm not, I have to double check exactly where he's at right now on that um, in the index. Actually, I say all that. I can literally just look right now. He is my linebacker two. Um, I still have Roquan Smith uh, behind him. Roquan's having a better season to start the year, though, kind of going back to going back to last season. But wanted to give you all an idea of kind of what I'm doing with Devin White. I, I'm not fading him completely this week. He will be lower on my rankings, but um, still valuing him as a high-level linebacker one. So uh, let's go ahead and take a peek around the news of the NFL. Um, Chris Jones is questionable. John Franklin Myers got an extension with the Jets. That's good. That's kind of a big deal. The um, Ray, he was formerly on the Rams. He's been having a nice start to the year. He's been on the waiver wire show pretty much since the start of the season. Um, Carlton Davis headed to injured reserve with a quad injury. Jalen Smith, I had a video I put on the channel yesterday or the day before about the Jalen Smith release. He has since been signed to the Green Bay Packers. That's a really good spot for Jalen Smith. Um, I, I, you know, what I said in that video the other day, if you guys want to go back and check it out, was just because he's getting cut and just because he's moving doesn't mean that he's suddenly not a super highly valuable asset for fantasy. Um, the, you know, the, the market may be a little bit scared. You know, the bottom may have fallen out on the price, um, but he's now finds himself in a situation where his primary competition is Devondre Campbell, who's a really good linebacker in his own right. But I think Jalen Smith is going to be able to bully his way in there to be that primary guy. Um, that's just the long and short of it. Now, this first week there, I imagine his snap share will probably be a little bit questionable, iffy, but he's going to sooner than later be their primary starting middle linebacker. And he'll, I still think he's going to finish as a top 12 linebacker, a top 15 linebacker this season. So good spot for him to land in. This really opens up things for Micah Parsons. This really opens things up for LVE to a little bit of a lesser extent, also for Keanu Neal and some of the other guys there, Jabril Cox, et cetera. So um, as far as news, that's there's really not a whole, whole lot else. Um, Anthony Walker's return from injured reserve, that's kind of a big deal, uh, but not overly big deal. And Stephon Gilmore, but unless you're playing a cornerback-specific league, and he's still coming off an injury and a lot of stuff, like I don't think he's going to be super IDP relevant. So I'm not going to spend time talking about Stephon Gilmore. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it today. Let's go ahead and jump into the rankings now. These aren't an exhaustive list, you know, of how this is how things are now. They're going to be updated before the kickoff on Sunday morning. But we'll start with the defensive backs today. On uh, my number one defensive back this week, I have Buda Baker. Jamal Adams is taking the back seat here. Now his game already happened last night, so probably shouldn't have had him lower. But then we got Von Bell, Harrison Smith, Justin Simmons, Derwin James, Malcolm Jenkins, Logan Ryan. Trevon Diggs, Taylor Rapp, Rashawn Jenkins, Kenny Moore, Jordan Fuller, Chuck Clark, Jordan Poyer, who is still, I believe, questionable for this week, so you'll have to watch Poyer. Uh, that's why he's kind of faded on this list. Terrell Edmonds, Tyron Matthew, Jeremy Chin, Brandon Jones working his way up into the top 20, 
and then Nasir Adderley coming in at number 20. Um, now, you guys know defensive backs can be chalky. It can be a little bit tough at times. Um, Buda Baker is still one of the highest uh, highest tackle numbers at the defensive back position on the season. Uh, Trevon Diggs is now just – I mean, he's a playmaker. Um, I've, I've had him in my top 36, I believe, last couple of weeks, and even maybe in the top 30. But I'm realizing now, like – that's just been silly even like I've been fading him too much. Um, he's like the number, he's the number one defensive back on the season right now in all formats. Um, he's having a great year. And yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of that is on the back of interceptions, but he has had quite a few tackles as well. Um, you know, but for the most part, you're leaving your, your, your top end safeties up here. Harrison Smith having a great year after a kind of a quieter season last year, Justin Simmons, similar Derwin James, you know, I hear a lot of people kind of grumbling about the season Jamal Adams is having right now. I mean, Jerwin James is having like the exact same season. I don't hear anybody grumbling about that. So um, Logan Ryan having a great season. I saw Taylor Rapp really didn't do a lot last night. That's unfortunate, but he is also one of the highest tackle, uh, has one of the highest tackle totals at the defensive back position so far this year. And I kind of, I want to say I saw that coming, but we've seen Taylor Rapp be really good in the past. And I know a lot of people got shook because of the way the situation was last year. So that allowed people to come in and get wrapped for, you know, a hill of beans, and he's having a great season. Um, not really anybody else here I want to overly talk about. There are some corners up here, obviously, with uh, Kenny Moore. I know that I had uh, Marlon Humphreys is just a little outside of my top 20 this week, but he's still going to be a great play for you. Go over to idparmy.com, and then you can check out the rankings tab there and see how all my defensive backs are. We will move on now to the linebackers of the week. Number one, Darius Leonard. Two, Roquan Smith. Three, Bobby Wagner. Four, Demario Davis. Five, Joe Schobert. Six, Patrick Queen. Seven, Levante David. Eight, Eric Kendricks. Nine, Logan Wilson. Ten, Devin White. Eleven, Isaiah Simmons. Twelve, Zach Cunningham. Thirteen, Deion Jones. Fourteen, Devondre Campbell. 15, Foisade Olakun, 16, C.J. Mosley, 17, Kenny Young, 18, Quincy Williams, 19, Cole Holcomb, and 20, Fred Warner. Now, I just want to point out a couple of guys here. One, Devin White is falling down the list. You will see that. Um, still a linebacker one for me, but now more of a low-end linebacker one. I think the pop game is coming, though. I really, you know, it, he, we knew he was going to regress somewhat, but th- it's coming. So believe that. Logan Wilson flying up the board. He's having the kind of year that Devin White had last year. Great number of impact plays behind the line of scrimmage and in coverage. Tackles are high. And there's something to be said about his tackles as well. Um, He has a lot of assists, which are kind of keeping his scores suppressed. So when he starts playing at stadiums, maybe not at the Bengals stadium, where he's going to get more uh, solos accredited to him, he's going to blow up even more. So Logan Wilson is, you know, you should be trying to acquire him right now, I think. Uh, people love to say they can just flip linebackers and get production elsewhere. And maybe if they got Quincy Williams off the waivers, you know, they can do that. But Logan Wilson is showing enough to me where he's a locked and loaded weekly linebacker one pretty much the rest of the way. Um, other players I have high on this list that maybe haven't been the last couple of weeks or a little higher than consensus, Joe Schobert. I'm still in on Joe Schobert. I think it's going to be a little bit sloppy from Denver this week. Demario Davis, same thing. He hasn't really gotten home for any of his sacks yet this year, I don't believe. Um, and he's due for a big game. Washington may is, has an opportunity to provide him with that, um, especially with Antonio Gibson being a little banged up. We'll see how it goes. Um, 
Other guys on this list I really want to uh, focus on. The Jets linebacker, C.J. Mosley, lock him in as a top 15, top 20 guy every week. Um, and he could be even higher than that. This last week, the Jets played, I believe, 100 snaps on defense. So he put up a lot of points just by being on the field a lot. But he's been a double-digit tackle guy, I believe, every game this season so far, um, or really close to it. And then Quincy Williams, I know some of my cohorts out there have him a little bit lower. Um, but the last time we saw Quincy Williams play, he was the linebacker one down the, 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 the final home stretch, like last three, four, five games of the 2019 season, I believe. Um, what I saw this last week was the same thing, same player. So we got Quincy and Quentin Williams on the Jets team right now. Feel good story up there for the New York Jets. I really like what Quincy is providing. And if you play on sleeper, which you should, Quincy Williams has a defensive bag tag. So you should go get him on your team because he's playing linebacker snaps at a defensive back spot. That's what you call a come up. Okay. All right. Cole Holcomb, a little banged up right now, but I think he's going to be good to go. He's the primary middle linebacker for the Washington football team. And he's also, let me double check this. I think he's top 10. No, he's not top 10. Um, guys, low key. Logan Wilson is right now the number four scorer. An IDP. And that's with Bobby Wagner having played an extra game. He's one of the only guys ahead of him. So, Logan Wilson is a real thing. Anyway, that was a side mission. Coming back to Cole Holcomb. He's having a great year. Um, I really didn't expect him to kind of take over and be the savage that he has been. The the the, 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 the true kind of command of the middle of the field that they've given him. I thought that might be Jamin Davis. But I think we're going to get that tandem out there this week. Davis was on the uh, waiver wire video this week on the cover art too, because John Bostic went out. So we're going to see this young defense really get a chance to, to make a, to make a, you know, a statement against the new Orleans saints. It's an opportunity because of the clout the saints still have as a team. If they can do something defensively here, they might be able to turn this narrative around on, on this defense. Now I got old Fred Warner. You guys know my Fred Warner stick. You, you can play him every week, but um, I'm not a huge fan. I think he's a little, a little overrated. That's just me, though. All right, let's get to the defensive line players' plays of the week, top 20 guys I got. Like I said, always go check out the website, idparmy.com. You can see my full rankings there. Um, number one this week, TJ Watt. Two, Daniel Hunter. Three, Miles Garrett. Four, Shaquille Barrett. Montez Sweat. Yes, I have him well above Chase Young. Six, Joey Bosa. Seven, Harold Landry. Eight, Brian Burns. Nine, Nick Bosa. Ten, DeForest Buckner. 11, Max Crosby, 12, Matt Judon, 13, Hassan Reddick, 14, Javon Hargraves, working his way up the list, 15, Chandler Jones, boom bust, 16, Chase Young, boom bust, 17, Cam Hayward, probably need to move him up a little bit, 18, Quentin Williams, 19, Chris Jones, who I did say just a little bit ago is dealing with a hand injury, I believe, wrist injury, so he's questionable, but I think he'll probably be good to go. And then we had Jonathan Allen, who's been having a really good season. Um, kind of chalky at the top. TJ Watt is always the number one defensive line player. I don't care what else anybody says. That's just that's just how it's got to be. Lock him in every week. Daniel Hunter, high tackle floor. I will say Miles Garrett has been playing some really good run defense this year. His tackle numbers are higher than they have ever been before in a general sense. So um, he's pushing for a career season, which a lot of people said was coming. So kudos to him. Shaq Barrett gets a good matchup against Miami and Jacoby Brissett. I don't have JPP on this list, but I did see that he's supposed to be 
sports practicing should play. So in the next update, JPP will probably be pretty well within the top 18 on this list. Not really sure who all moved down. Um, but if you guys want to know why Monta Sweat is five, Chase Young is 16, go watch the Chase Young video I just put on the channel yesterday or two days ago. I'll, maybe I'll link it into the description or like pin it or something. But um, it's just it, if it doesn't feel right, it's because it's not like something's not right there um, with Chase Young. Production's not there. Um Anyway, go check out that video I went over. It's like 15 minutes long. Kind of talked about how his season's been going, what to expect, what fantasy managers should be doing. I'm fading him, and I'm not like this, you know, I'm I'm not ashamed of it. Montez Sweat has produced longer, has produced more consistently, has can produce more efficiently in every single way than Chase Young in fantasy football. And I'm tired of putting Chase Young ahead of him. So I didn't this week. Um, Harold Landry. Guys, I've been in love with Harold Landry for so long. Like, this guy's a beast. Um, his tackle numbers are always good. He gets sacks. Last Even last year, he only got, like, four sacks, and he still had a great season. Two years ago, he had, like, nine sacks. People were like, well, they weren't quality sacks, and he's not very good. But if you go look on PFF right now, you know, they say he's pretty good. So, did he get better? I don't know. Probably. Probably. But Harold Landry, don't underestimate him. He's probably the only really, uh, like, he's one of, probably one of the best players on Tennessee. And not probably. He's probably the best player defensively on the Tennessee Titans right now, um, in my opinion. So, massively underrated. I mean, look at the names he's on this list with. A lot of guys on this list get love. Joey Bosa, Monta Sweat, Shaq, Brian Bards, Bosa, Bosa, Garrett. And then it's like Harold Landry. You don't hear a lot about Harold Landry. You need to. Wish the guy had a better team around him. Um man because the Tennessee Titans had all the juice all the hype coming into the year he could have you know turned in a good season with the the spotlight being on them for the right reasons could have been a good year for him but I digress I digress got a couple of comments over here should I be patient with Chris Jones I mean it really depends on what your roster situation is my friend um you know if you have the space yeah I mean you want to be patient with a young high level asset like that obviously especially if it's dynasty um but if you know if you're on a short bench or it's redraft and you gotta dance you gotta dance um and if you think chase or chris jones is the guy that you know can take a hit that's what you gotta do rougarou what up jordan our guy harold landry moving up yeah no joke i'm uh i'm loving it i'm loving me some harold landry i'm loving me some Montez sweat Plus one on Jones. Yes, sir. Yeah. Guys, go check out the Chase Young video, though. Go check out the Dalen Smith video. Um, go check out the new show with Dave Kluge. Go check out Underdog. Uh, we got big stuff popping off over here. Obviously, you know, first and foremost, we want to help you win your fantasy leagues. That's always going to be the mission. All right. No matter what kind of league you play in. Secondly, we want to grow and we want this to be more than just you know, just the IDP army or just, you know, Jordan's, you know, videos on this or that. Like we want to grow what this is, the ethos of this channel, this brand into something bigger that more people can take part in, that more people can take ownership of and be a part of um, a fantasy movement, you know, because fantasy sports is it's very young. You know, I mean, the way I play now is not the way I played five years ago, you know, and we love it. 
if you're here, you're watching this video, I see there is quite a few of you here, which is awesome. It's Friday afternoon. You could be doing a lot of things. We love fantasy sports. We love the NFL. We get football at 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday this week. Yes, the Jets and the Falcons, but you know what? We'll take it. All right, Jalen signed with the Packers. Yeah, we've seen that, my guy. Um, I love that spot for him. Um, this week, I don't have him in my top 20. You know, I'm really just want to see how they ease him in scheme wise, blah, blah, blah. I don't, you know, I don't have to force him in my lineup this week. I'm not going to. I love the spot, though. Love the signing for him. Um, Y'all have any more questions or comments before I get out of here? I really like these shorter episodes. You know, last season, if you were with me, sometimes it can be a grind, you know, getting in here, doing a whole, you know, hour, hour and a half long show, going over all the stuff. But it's been a little bit. This season's been different. It's been better, I think, hitting the more, you know, like last year, I was like, I don't want to do waiver stuff, but I realized it was important to do that stuff, you know, and rankings. Last year, I did them a little bit more, I don't know, I feel like it was just a little bit more anal about them, whereas this year, it's more of a, not like a conversation, but it's a thought process that I want to share with you guys, like how I'm here, where I'm at, and it's not about who's in each exact spot, but who's rising, who's falling, you know, and how I'm projecting people going forward, so... You know, I, I say this every time at the end of these shows, I get all sentimental, but, you know, year three, it takes a while, the growing pains, but I think we're really hammering down a good uh, a good uh, piece of content every every couple of days on here, and we're growing, and the brand is healthy and alive. I'm a Cowboys fan, man, they pushed Jalen out. Yeah, but you guys got so many good linebackers, you know what I mean? Like, you have an embarrassment of riches. Like, Jalen Smith is gone, and nobody will even notice, whereas, like, Jalen Smith's on the Packers, and that's a 100% positive plus, you know, net positive for the Packers. So the Cowboys have, a, you know, on paper, it seems like everybody, every year the joke is on paper, the Cowboys are good, but they really are, you know. So um, especially at that linebacker position because they just keep drafting them. So, all right, my dog's barking. That means my wife's home. Guys, gals, I appreciate you. I love you. Do me a huge favor. Click the link below. Go play underdog with me this weekend because underdog is dope, okay? Go kick some ass IDP army. Take some names. Tell them who sent you. Um, we're in it to win it, baby. And I will see you guys on Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern.